Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Minnesota-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Minnesota artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we check out Sweet and Lonely, the latest release from Sleeping Jesus frontman Nick Elstead. Sweet and Lonely is a lo-fi bedroom pop project that Nick has been working on over the past year. With four singles and a potential EP in the works, Sweet and Lonely delivers a brand of pop that is, well, both sweet and lonely. The good hooks and good vibes of Sweet and Lonely will leave you feeling like relaxing in a hammock on a breezy summer day. I'm Bill Stoneberg. Stick around for some cool tunes and cool conversation with Nick Elstead of Sweet and Lonely, tonight on The Sound. That was Peace and Quiet by Sweet and Lonely. Uh, that was released uh, back in September 2020. And we have Nick Elstead. And uh, Nick, we, we know Nick from Sleeping Jesus um, here in Winona, the creative mind behind Sweet and Lonely, on the phone today. Uh, Nick, how you doing today? Doing great, doing great. Good, good to hear from you. Um, we, uh, like we were talking before I turned the mics on here, um, it's been a while, I think uh, probably two years or maybe even more, I don't know, since I've had you in the studio. Yeah. Uh, back then it was for Sleeping Jesus. Um, uh, and you now reside in Minneapolis. I think last time I talked to you, you were still living in Winona, perhaps? I think so, yeah. We moved almost a year ago, last April okay. 2020. Okay, yeah. So um, so how, how how are you liking it up there in Minneapolis? Enjoying it so far. It's been a lot of time at home. Yeah, still with the pandemic, but yeah. things are starting to look a little brighter around here, and the weather's looking up. So, right, yeah, it's been kind of a crazy year up there, but uh, well, everywhere. But uh, I love Minneapolis; it's a fantastic town, especially for music, right? Right, yeah, that was one of the main draws to come up here for sure. Right. Um, how did uh, so sweet and lonely? You've been releasing some stuff here and there online singles, you know, one at a time. Um, how mm-hmm. how did the project come about? Like, where did it come from? What's the inspiration for it? I over the last summer, basically, I was away from the band, obviously, and we were trying to stay distance just to be smart and safe. And right, I kind of just wanted to uh, put some energy into trying out some different styles of songs that were somewhat related, but also inspired by like uh, different things like lo-fi music, uh, some hip hop and just kind of work on my own production and Mm -hmm. get back to uh, 
making things like fully on my own. Right. Right. And, um, I want to get to that production part in the lo-fi a little in a little bit, but uh, before we do that, uh, so you're kind of releasing just singles, and there's you know not a full album. Um, do you have like a schedule for that, or you know how, how is that working out, and how did it come about? My my goal for it was to kind of release a new single every month, mm-hmm. and I haven't really stuck to that fully because I, I would I guess I would rather make sure the song's up to par right. before I release it, but. Uh, yeah, for the time being, it's been fun just to put out uh, singles and kind of give each song its own little world to exist in. Mm-hmm. And I might, I'm thinking of doing an EP later this spring. Okay. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, it, it's fun as a, as, as a fan too, you know, to, there's always something to look forward to, you know, something new is coming out, you know, it's uh like an album, you get to sit with it for a while as a fan and listen to it and, and dive in, you know, and explore it. But uh, it's kind of cool to have uh, something new all the time, you know, to check right, out and listen right. to. And there's, I feel like we're, everybody's spread so thin with our attentions. Right. Attention span, there's so much stuff released. So it kind of, it works. It just works with the way we live. It's singles right now. Right. Right. Well, and I was wondering about that, like, you know, in this world of streaming, uh, do you think like the role of the full length album has kind of taken a back seat? And and what do you think is going to happen with that? I I do think that it has taken a back seat Um, for better or worse. I mean, I love albums, Mm -hmm. but I find myself when I'm like streaming music, listening to like a bunch of random artists on playlists or whatever it is, I feel like playlists are almost the thing that most people pay attention to Mm -hmm. right now no that's that's kind of interesting that you say that um i think that's kind of interesting it gives the um the audience can kind of shape what they're listening to you know like like albums you know there's always concern about okay so what songs first what songs last what what do we put in between Mm -hmm. what's the order how is this going to flow and feel and now it's almost like all us fans we can put together our own little like uh, well, playlist, I guess, you know, right. and, um, and shape how that hour of music or whatever it is, is going to go. Um, so that's kind of cool. Do you think that's, it, it's almost a, a benefit that way for the fans that we can, it's more interactive perhaps. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's like some benefits and some downfalls. Mm-hmm. Uh, one downfall that I see is like, there will be artists who maybe can get a lot of streams on, spotify or whatever it is but they their fan base remains relatively small so Mm -hmm. they don't have a they don't have like a lot of uh power when they put out new music it's kind Uh, of all in the hands of like the tech companies or whatever right so that part that part kind of sucks but on the on the plus side like smaller artists like myself are able to like if we're added to a playlist or or, you know, big playlist or something, we're able to like get a lot of listeners and try to like cultivate new fans mm-hmm. in some way. So, 
Right. It's it's both good and bad, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll wait. we'll see, huh? I mean, there's good and bad yeah. now to all of it. So, um, so Nick, uh, we've been talking about uh, you know the way people release stuff, you know, streaming and albums and things like that. Let's get back into the music and play some folks uh, some more of your music. I'm going to try to kind of go in a chronological order here. Um, sure. The next one would be Daybreak, I believe, released in mm-hmm. October. Um, is there a story behind this one or anything you'd like to tell folks about it? Uh, well, I, when I released the first song, Peace and Quiet, I, with this project, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just kind of do like instrumental music. And that was kind of the idea. Okay. And then I think I was in the studio, like just working on, like trying to come up with a new idea and sort of just started singing over top of what I had already laid down. And I was like, oh, well, I guess maybe this won't be just a instrumental project. It felt right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And now now the last, all the releases are probably going to have vocals for the most part. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I love it. I love your writing and I love your voice. I mean, the whole thing's got such a cool feel to it. It just like... I don't know. It feels like a summer morning or something, you know. <laughs> good, good. You know. So, uh, well, let's get into it. This is uh, Daybreak from Sweet and Lonely, and uh, you're listening to it right here on the Sound on eighty nine point five KQAL. That was Daybreak from Sweet and Lonely, and uh, Sweet and Lonely is a project from Nick Elstead. Uh, we know him from Sleeping Jesus before, and we have Nick on the phone with us today. Uh, Nick, it says that you uh, wrote, produced, mixed it, and mastered all this stuff yourself. Um, was that an artistic decision, or did it just come out of necessity? Um, how, how did that come about? It was a little, little bit of both, honestly. Okay. Um, I wanted to definitely get back into learning how to to like mix my own music more mm-hmm. and uh, just see things, see things through fully right. by myself. I think that's kind of like, it can be empowering as an artist, mm-hmm. even though I love like working with the band obviously too, but it also was kind of a necessity, just like not a lot of money coming in during the pandemic mm-hmm. and just finding a way to make it work really. Right, right. Well, it's kind of interesting, too, when you do the entire process yourself, um, I think you your perception changes of it all. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's good practice. It, uh, I don't know. It gets your brain moving in different ways, right, when you do things you're not Abs- used to doing. Yeah, absolutely. De- definitely the, each decision of the process starts to become a little more you become a little more aware of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Does that affect like the way you write at all then when, you know, new things like that kind of start happening in your brain? Do you, does it alter where you're the direction? 
Yeah, with honestly with this project, I have sort of created like the uh, the groundwork or the beats to the to the songs without even having a melody or anything in mind a lot of times. Oh wow! So I it's just been like a feel, a feel sort of thing, like mm-hmm. what feels good. Whereas oh. in the past with like Sleeping Jesus, a lot of times I I sat down with a guitar or, or like a piano with those songs and like wrote those songs first. So it's been a completely different way to work on things, which has been cool. Nice. Nice. Do you, uh, do you, did you play all the instruments as well? Yep. So far I've played everything on all the tunes. Cool. Oh, that's, that's a really cool thing, you know, cause then you see, I mean, like, you know, we mentioned sleeping Jesus before, you know, we've seen you in that. Um, but it's cool to see what comes out of you when it's like 100% just the one person, you know? Yeah. It's and kind of... with, with, yeah, with sleeping Jesus, that's totally turned into like a collaborative effort with the band. Like nice. everybody's doing their own, own part, which is really fun to see. And I'm glad that that project has turned into that. Uh, you mentioned uh, before that you, th- you thought it might start out as instrumental. Um, but I've noticed, uh, and you have videos. I want to mention that too. You have videos for uh, these tunes. And there's lyrics on the videos. So I'm wondering, like, you know, are, what role do the lyrics play in your mind? Like, is that super important or is that kind of just fit the mood? What, you know, what's behind the thought process of putting those lyrics on there? Uh, yeah, with, sorry, my dog is like oh, that's, squeaking a toy. That's okay. Yeah, that I can hear background. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah, lyrics for me, they they do, they are very important for me, but... A lot of times they're an afterthought. Okay. It's kind of melody first for me to get the, uh, um, um, pull like some sort of emotion out of a song. Mm-hmm. And then I find that the lyrics usually find their way into that melody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just yeah. kind of coming from the feeling. So you kind of build it from the ground up, it sounds like, you know, kind of yeah. like the beat and the feel, the melody. And then you put that finishing touches with the, uh, Lyrics on there, huh? Yep. Who? Uh, how about those videos? I mean, you got some really cool visuals going on that Thank you. I think really fit the tunes well. Um, who's producing those for you? Are you doing it? or? Yeah, that's been me and my wife, Leah, have been doing those <laughs> together. Nice. Oh, they're also, so fun. Necessity, kind of. Uh-huh. But also, it's just been a lot of fun to like get together on a weekend and like come up with something creative that you can do at home basically <laughs> right yeah <laughs> um uh the the what was it the latest two in crawling home when the morning comes i love the video for that it just i don't know it feels happy i think maybe that's where i got it in my head like it feels like a summer morning you know yeah um <laughs> that we did that when it was like so cold it was like negative 20 or something oh wow out. and we were like okay well i guess the plan was to maybe do some stuff outside and then we're like I think we're going to stay inside and film this. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, for your sake and the gear, you know. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, let's uh, let's play another tune for folks here. Um, this next one uh, we're going to play is Best Years. Uh, this was released in November t- 2020. Um, anything you want to tell people about this tune? Uh, I feel like this song was kind of a turning point for me. I was like, okay, this is kind of what I want this project to sound like going mm-hmm. forward. So... In that way, it was like a really exciting song to make. 
Cool. Sounds yeah. good. Well, here it is. This is Best Years by Sweet and Lonely, and we are talking to Nick Elstead of Sweet and Lonely today. So uh, check it out. Best Years right here on The Sound on 89.5 KQAL. And that was Best Years from Sweet and Lonely. And uh, we have Nick Elstead, the creative mind behind Sweet and Lonely, on the phone with us today. Uh, Nick, so we were talking a little bit about the videos. Um, and uh, this tune, Best Years, the video for it, you've got a little portable recorder you're singing into. Um, <laughs> it kind of made me think, I wonder if you're really into some vintage gear and stuff like that. Um, is that is that the case? or? I do. I love, like, old things. Uh-huh for their nostalgia but i mean most of the time i'm using when i'm creating music it's all all pretty new new gear okay. and a lot, of, a lot of the songs that i've made for this project have been like almost entirely done in the computer minus like some guitars oh wow yeah. interesting do you um is there any uh music gear like vintage gear that you kind of geek out about sometimes or um, I mean, I love, I love Moog synthesizers and nice. old synths and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but otherwise it's kind of whatever, whatever I can get my hands on to get the job done. Mostly. Right, right, right. Yeah. The sound is the most important thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do you use like plugins that emulate some of that old stuff or? Yeah, sometimes I will use like tape saturation plugins mm -hmm. and, uh, like, plate reverbs and stuff like that to kind of get like a 70s sort of vibe right yeah well it works <laughs> it totally works um do you think some of that gear itself um or those sounds you know that you use uh does that ever kind of turn into inspiration does that kind of um kind of guide where this where the tune goes yeah 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 i think so a, lo a lot of times honestly it's like uh starting I never really get excited about an idea unless the, the sonic like thing that I'm starting with excites me or like brings some emotion to me. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. And it, I tell you what, like I said before, I really dig the, uh, uh, the feel and the, the sound of this project. Um, super cool. Um, we mentioned sleeping Jesus a little bit before. Um, what's mm -hmm. in store for that? Uh, now that you're up there and, uh, doing this project. Yeah, well, once uh, things continue to open up, we're definitely going to get back on the horse, and I'll probably drive down for practices or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we'll, we'll be planning some shows eventually, and we have been working on an album, actually, for like the last two years. So Ooh, nice. That's getting really close to being finished, and that's really exciting. So hopefully sometime in 2021, you'll see that. 
Excellent. So maybe by the time we're having uh, shows again, we might have a new Sleeping Jesus record, huh? Yeah, that's kind of the idea, hopefully. And you mentioned that uh, you might have an EP or something from Sweet and Lonely. Yeah, that's kind of that's like the next thing I'm, I've been working on with this project. I have a few songs that I was going to continue to keep putting out mm-hmm. everything as a single, but um, there was a couple songs that I've written that kind of feel good together. So okay. I was like, well, I... I can kind of do whatever I want with the project, so right. That that just seemed like the next logical thing to do. Okay, nice. So we'll hear more uh, more tunes that we haven't heard from Sweet and Lonely, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Sounds good. Um, how about plans for live? Like when things do open up in their shows, w- would you take this project live as well? You know, I thought about that a little bit. Uh, right when I first started, I was like, definitely not going to do anything live with it. This is like something for me to do in my downtime, mm-hmm. but I've definitely thrown the idea around in my head now of like maybe doing some shows at some point. Mm-hmm. Who knows though? Yeah. What do you think that would look like? Would it be like a full band or you and some machines or how, how would that go down? You think? Uh, I think it would probably be me and a few people plus some machines. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like a smaller sort of group maybe like a drummer and a a bass guitarist or something Uh uh-huh keep it minimal huh yeah yeah for sure oh i dig it um well uh we're kind of going to wrap things up here we've got one more track to play for people um and we've been talking to nick alstead he is the creative mind behind sweet and lonely uh they're based out of minneapolis uh we many of us know nick from uh, sleeping jesus here in winona uh nick uh we can find you on Bandcamp, facebook uh all streaming services i'm assuming or most of them Yep, yep, pretty much. Okay, great. So check out your Spotify, your iTunes, whatever you use, and um, go to Bandcamp and uh, purchase some sweet and lonely stuff. Support this stuff because uh, it's fantastic music, and um, yeah, it's really good stuff. And check out the videos. I love the videos, personally, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> they make me feel good, It's and it's good morning stuff, and I think that's why I listen to it in the morning. It makes me feel good. So Good, yeah. It shouldn't, it's it's not supposed to be uh, you know taken too seriously. I think that's the beauty of it. Right, for sure, yeah. for sure. Well, um, Nick, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we really appreciate it. It was good to talk to you again, and I uh, can't wait to see you guys uh, see you do something live again so we can see you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. Well, uh, this is uh, the last track here we're going to play is Crawling Home When the Morning Comes. Uh, This is from Sweet and Lonely, uh, Nick Elstead. This was released in uh, February of 2021. And uh, Nick, thanks so much. And uh, we will talk to you later. Sounds great. Talk to you later. Can I come back to your place just like we used to do? Gone when the morning comes by. Yeah.
Thanks again to Nick Alstead of Sweet and Lonely for joining us tonight on The Sound. For more information on Sweet and Lonely, find them on Bandcamp, Facebook, or your favorite streaming service. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Nick Alstead with Sweet and Lonely on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for the sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.